Welcome back to the Cardinal Newman Society podcast. I am your host, Kevin Murphy. Today, we are going to continue our dialogue with the founder and president of the Cardinal Newman Society, Patrick Riley, about the vision for Cardinal Newman Society, where it's been and where it's going. So I think that's a perfect segue to the idea of what you introduced before was the Newman Guide and you, and its impact in students, parents, grandparents, all looking at this and saying, okay, there's 200 and let's say at the time, 15 Catholic colleges. How many are on the Newman Guide? Where are they? And I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, a grandparent or a relative will say, I'll pay for your schooling as long as you go to a school on the Newman Guide. Or they may even get a little tighter than that and say, yeah, I'll pay for your school as long as it's in Atchison, Kansas, for example, or something, you know, and they'll say, you got to go there, which is all great, right? But Patrick, what about Catholic schooling as a lifelong process? I mean, you know, capturing somebody at a particular stage and hoping that they get the formation is I think makes it very stunted. What 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 did you do with the Newman Guide to kind of help ensure that they get that bigger bigger picture view from? Yeah. So you know, like I said, when we started out, it was kind of all right. This is supposed to be a Catholic college. It's clearly doing something contrary to its Catholic identity. Okay, that's one level of things. But mm-hmm. once we got into the Newman Guide and we were making an argument for this type of truly faithful Catholic education and helping to define what that is for parents and for educators, we found that when you look at schools, it's, ba- it's the same points, right? Catholic education is basically the principles of it and the goals of it are the same across, across both levels. And so that's why for the last decade, more than a decade, we've been involved in, in K-12 education and heavily involved in, in doing a lot with that. See, Patrick, I don't think people know that enough about the Cardinal Newman Society. I did not know that about the Cardinal Newman Society. And, and you know, I, I had always watched the Cardinal Newman Society to see what you were doing. I'd see, you know, a story or something. And you were often, at that time, you were pretty prevalent on news programs and things. When they wanted to bring somebody in to show what's happening, they'd bring you in. And, and mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you probably your whole life you've had darts thrown at you for being in that role. But I didn't know the depth of the K through 12 resources that we have available. And why is that important to the Cardinal Newman Society? Because as you just said, Catholic education is at all levels, right? Yeah. Well, if, if we really want renewal in the church, if we really want renewal in our society, we need to renew Catholic education. We need to form our young people in the right way, right? And that begins with a real commitment by the parents. It begins with a commitment by the educators, and that can't happen simply by reform and renewal in the colleges alone, right? And so we realized very early that we needed to be talking with high schools, then it went to elementary, and and we realized, again, that the principles are pretty much the same all across the board, and so we've been very involved in K-12 education, and I would say it's it's most of what we do in terms of our actual time, because whereas... Most of the Catholic colleges, unfortunately, are just headed in a very different direction and not really willing to embrace the a reform and renewal. We're finding many, many opportunities in K-12 education, many dioceses that are very eager to do that, lots of independent schools, the whole homeschooling 
movement. Yeah. There's so much going on and it's, that is going to bubble up into higher education. It already is. Faithful Catholic families are realizing with the help of the Newman Guide where institutions respect the kind of education that their kids got in elementary and secondary education. And so we're building sort of that consistent growth, that continuum from all the way from birth of, of Catholic education. It starts even before they go to a school or enroll in any kind of formal program, and then they move all the way up through that. Then college is really important, and it's not a time to say that my faith doesn't matter when I'm preparing for a career. No, your faith should matter all the more when you're preparing for a career. And that those years are so important to young people in their formation to become independently, faithfully Catholic and fervently Catholic. And then even beyond that, you know, if you're going to go into a graduate program and you're going to really specialize into something, the dangers are prevalent everywhere in these specialties where they get so focused on one particular thing and they don't understand how the Catholic faith and how true reality, how truth enters into what they're teaching. And so many of these graduate programs are so distorted that are out there. So the Newman Guide now, as we just did this year, 2023, the Newman Guide not only recognizes faithful Catholic colleges and universities, but for the first time, we've taken our Newman Guide which is kind of replacing what was formerly called the honor roll. And we're recognizing K through 12 schools at the beginning of this program, Patrick, we talked about just the decrease in parochial schools. But as you had said, there's some really great things happening with private schools, some really great things happening with homeschooling, but that Newman guide recognition is powerful. Mm -hmm. And we want people to know that we're getting in that K through 12 arena. And then you just said on the other end, the graduate school programs, you know, somebody goes through that, program in the last 10 years graduate school enrollment has doubled so people are looking for those kinds of things and they've been asking for that from us for a while that's right that's right and and the newman guide brand has just been so powerful so like i said we've been recognizing faithful catholic schools since 2012 i guess it was we got into the catholic education honor roll and yet a lot of people don't know it we've tried to get attention to it so by folding that into the Newman Guide, under the Newman Guide recognition, and then also including graduate schools, and then we're also going to be looking at expanding into you know, to other forms of education and trying to, to just bring that attention and that unity of all of these types of institutions together. My dream is that we start, you know, we get to the point where we start having conferences and events where you're bringing together people from all these different levels who are all equally committed to Catholic education, to the formation of of the Catholic person. And that's the thing that brings them together. Not the fact that they're at a, you know, a research university of this size or that they're, you know, they have this budget or they have these athletic programs. We're bringing them together because of their commitment, because of their mission. And that's what is really exciting to see that kind of renewal happening. The idea of, Catholic education, giving that full spectrum that you talked about and, and now making it so that you can say is my school. That's a K through 12. Look, some of them are K through eight, K through 12 is a Newman guide recommended. And then I choose to go to a Newman guide college. And then I choose to go to a Newman guide grad school. This gives 
parents this kind of, uh, as I said, like a seamless protection, so to speak. And I, don't you think today, Patrick, that that's more needed than possibly ever? Absolutely. Right. It, it, both because of the dangers in the formation that's being, the malformation that's being, being provided in most education, including many of our Catholic institutions, but also just because the, our young people desperately need this, given our culture, given that there's not the support from the culture and from the community. They need to be well-formed, they need to be strong in the faith, and not just, not just devout, but intellectually strong. Right? They need to be able to make arguments, to understand where arguments are wrong, and to be able to go out into the world and persuade others and bring them to Christ. If you're simply into the degree-granting business, there's plenty of options for you out there, right? But if we're really asking to transform our culture, not just be recipients that are on the end of these crazy things that are happening in our world in 2023, but to really change things— then you're called, I think, to pursue a different path. That's right. And the, the Cardinal Newman Society is leading that way, I think, with a light that, that shines a light on the right kind of schools from K all the way through graduate school. And then, you know, you're, you're interested because you, you reach a point where now you got to go out in the real world. And Patrick, I've talked with a lot of young people that have said that's when they ran into their biggest obstacles. It's transitioning to the real world. And the real world is not as receiving and not as kind about saying, and, and you've seen corporations today, they're just, they're willing to do and say whatever. So how does a, a person properly prepare for that? And, and as a parent, I mean, you have kids that are on this cusp right now, right? Mm -hmm. How do they properly, how do you make sure that all that work that you've done in K through, let's say even graduate school, is now being able to be put to practice when they transition to the real world where people will run over the cat and really desire to run over the Catholic faith. Yeah, I think that's such an important question. I, you know, our church today, you know, certainly beginning with, with St. John Paul II, right, has had this devotion to the new evangelization. We know that we need it. I fear that so much attention and effort is being put into all these different ways of trying to make that happen that really aren't anywhere near as effective as Catholic education. Catholic education is the church's most effective means of evangelization. It's, it's bringing the faith to those who don't have it. And we can't ignore our own Catholic children and say, well, they're not important. We need to bring it you know, to, to everyone else, but we're not going to form our own kids. That's our first priority, yeah. and we need to do that as a church. And how do we do that? We do it, you know, I, Newman had a great confidence in the value of strong intellectual formation, not intellectual formation that's divorced from truth and from the reality that we get from our Catholic faith. It has to be integrated. You know, I, we talk about faith and reason. John Paul II talked a lot about that. And, and we talk about how many of our Catholic institutions have become very weak on the faith side. But I think sometimes we forget that education has also become very weak on the reason side. I don't think many young people are graduating from any kind of educational institution, whether secular or Catholic, with a strong formation and the ability to reason and think and argue and, and understand the claims of the Catholic faith. And Newman said, I want Catholic laity to understand their faith and to be able to make a defense of it. 
where do we see that today? It's so rare to find that. And that's the kind of formation that we need to give our young people. Patrick, in today's world, as you had, you've alluded to, trans type identity and, and, and different things about sexuality and sexual identity are, are prevalent They're topics that are constantly kind of trumpeted to you in the news. It's easy to lose heart. Catholic parents, Catholic grandparents may look back at their education and say, well, that's just something that's lost. What's your message about the positivity, the things that are going on that you're seeing? Because again, they may be in there a little, this is one of the things I find troubling for parents is that you're kind of relegated to your area and what you're exposed to. And that's right. real world. They're not going to colleges all over the country. Or they're not going to K through 12 schools all over the country. They're not seeing the homeschool movement if they if they have school kids that are out of there. So what's the message for them? What's the what's the message that you see that is great signs of renewal and a springtime for Catholic education? Yeah, I, you know, it's the best part of of my job is when I visit these institutions and get to really see the students and what's going on and it's just so exciting and we need to bring that to to the rest of the church so that they can see that. And so we're always looking for other ways to visualize it, to to help people really see what's going on and and to talk about it. And so, you know, we're constantly working in the media, trying to find new ways of getting this messaging out to to Catholic families. A lot of it needs to come through pastors. And so we're we're trying to find ways to get to the priests to make the argument and to and for them to fully appreciate the importance of of Catholic education. But I think that one of the lessons that maybe we've learned coming out of the 50s when we had such strong Catholic institutions, 40s, 50s, you know, at that time, is that it's not about the institution. We became, we fell so much in love with our institutions that now we've seen this decline. You know, the nuns left the schools. We've had all this turmoil. The schools have declined by two-thirds, school enrollment. But, but heaven didn't go away. Our, our calling as humans didn't go away. We still have the same mission in life to communion with God. And so we've got to find ways to do that. And maybe that's resurrecting the old institutions and latching on to those things that really were very wonderful. But it also means, you know, maybe finding new ways and not being so obsessed with, with a certain type or way of doing things. You know, we as Americans will do everything we can to protect our country, but even this country at some point may go away. That's We know that that's human history and entire civilizations go away. But the human project, what God is calling us to, doesn't go away. And so, and truth doesn't go away. And so, we need to find ways within our circumstances to provide the formation that our young people need and not to just throw up our hands and say, well, Catholic schools are too expensive, so I'm not going to give my kid a Catholic education. To me, those two, those those are very different statements. I can't afford a Catholic school. Fine. Doesn't mean that you're not going to do everything you can to provide the formation that your child needs. And see, that's the difference in the terminology that you use between Catholic education versus Catholic schools, right? You can say, look at the parochial schools, for example, and we've lost so many. And And I started this program talking about the, the, the number of schools students that are in Catholic parochial schools going from 5.2 to, to 1.6 million. I mean, that's a huge decline. And yet we're seeing good things in some of those as well. I think they're coming to find that in order to differentiate themselves 
from their public school counterparts or whoever, whatever the, the option might be today for education, they have to go and really renew themselves in faithful Catholic education. They have to find all those tools to bring so that when a parent says, am I going to make this sacrifice to do this or am I just going to go the easy route? You can go to the Catholic school and be secured in that. And then again, Catholic education as a whole involves a lot of things. In 2023, we're extending the Newman Guide to include not just colleges, but elementary and secondary schools, as well as graduate programs. You can be among the first to apply by simply going to newmanguide.org. I I think you and I have talked about this before. Parents, and I know ours, used to drop us off at classes, you know, Mm -hmm. and drop you off at CCD, and they hope, they just assumed you're getting everything you need right right there in that class. And that's not the case. And, that's right. and yet I still think that attitude sometimes permeates parents. I know as a parent myself with five kids, it's always nice if somebody else is doing it right or helping you do it. That's right. And, and that's, that is the importance of, of Catholic schools and, and these programs is a lot of ca- parents for, depending on their circumstances, really need that help, right? Homeschooling has been a great movement, but not everyone's going to homeschool for a whole variety of reasons. So we do need the church to support Catholic institutions that provide Catholic education. And meanwhile, to be supporting the Catholic homeschooling movement and recognizing the importance of that, to recognize the importance of these lay-run institutions. There are all these different ways. But yeah, it's, it's really key that the church understands both sides of it, that what Catholic families really need is help with cultivating the faith, right? So, you know, the sacraments and and catechesis and all of that, which is extremely important. But even that, even though that's a something that's been lost in a lot of Catholic education, and that's part of our criticism, right, of Catholic education, that it's not as faithful, there's also the problem when you have institutions that aren't as educational, right? Yes. So the formation is both in the faith and then in the total formation of the person. And, and we need to be providing all of that together and unfortunately, you know, you have institutions that are very faithful, but are they really providing what young people need in order to go forward in the world and have an impact on the culture? And so it's all of that put together. And that's the power of Catholic education and what it can do to renew the church. So, Patrick, if I'm a, a parent out there listening and they hear this podcast and they really want to get back to faithful Catholic education, what ways could they engage with the Cardinal Newman Society? What are some of the things they, what steps they could take? And, and then as I say that, it's not just parents and grandparents, it's teachers, it's principals, it's superintendents, it's priests, it's bishops, it's all of those people. What are some of the ways they could engage with us and kind of, let's say, accompany us on this on this mission? Because we need everybody if we're going to really renew faithful Catholic education. You mentioned Father Groeschel having two two words, reform and renew. That's right. Those are the same two words used in the documents on Catholic schools, 1977 and 1997. We need reform and we need renewal. Mm-hmm. So how could they engage yeah, well, so the reform is is 
is probably a little more obvious, right? When you see problems, call them out, talk to the institutions, say that this is not what, what you want. If you have to vote with your feet, don't think that, that it's a good thing for your son or daughter to be in an institution where they have to fight for their faith. I really don't agree with that position. I do agree that adults need to fight for our faith, well-formed adults. But if you're not well-formed, the priority is to get the formation. And so the point of a Catholic education is, is to be well-formed. And if you're an institution that's not doing that, it's not doing your son or daughter all that much good to be there and to be malformed while you're fighting these battles, right? And so, so get them, make sure that our, our children are in good places. And that's what we're trying to provide help with, with the Newman Guide, right? To provide that assistance and make sure other people are aware of that and understand what the differences are among these institutions and what the importance of that is. And then, you know, our work is, is largely educational. We're out there, educational meaning that we're out there teaching the value of Catholic education. And so we're educational in ourselves. And we really need lay people, parents, pastors, women religious, bishops, like we need everybody on board understanding the value of Catholic education and then being able to explain that to other people. The more people hear it, you can really save souls by helping them to get this kind of formation and to value it. And it's going to take a big project for the church to return to that. You know, you go back in history, back to Archbishop Hughes in New York, they call him Dagger John Hughes, right? Dealing with all of the, <laughs> the, the gangs of New York, that whole situation, right? But one of the things he did was every time he established a new parish, he would build the school first because he saw the great, great importance of getting the young people and getting these families into institutions that were devoted on teaching and forming in the faith. And of course, you know, they would, they would have mass and they would build the church up around that. But the living, the faith begins with embracing the faith, right? And and the two have to go together, and Catholic education is so important to that. All right, so Patrick, you've taken us through 30 years rather quickly, gone from you being in college and experiencing what so many other people experience. And you said, well, I'm going to do something about it. And you started the Cardinal Newman Society. You eventually introduced the Newman Guide, which has become wildly successful at attracting students to faithful Catholic colleges. And then... Now we're extending that Newman Guide for the first time into the K-12 through area so that schools can go through a process of being Newman Guide recommended at both the K-12 through level and the graduate school level. So 2023 brought you a new look. What was the rationale and thought behind a rebranding at 30? As you know, we joked, Jesus launched his public ministry at 30, right? So at 30... That's a kind of a, an interesting time for you to go through a rebrand. Why? Yeah. Well, it's it's rebranding, renewing in the sense of recapturing the foundation of who we are, right? So so the very first thing was, all right, our patron, John Henry Newman, is now canonized. And we wanted to bring attention to the fact that he is at the center of our mission and our inspiration, and not just in a spiritual way, but... His writings on Catholic education are very important to us, to our work, and to Catholic education today. And so we wanted to bring attention to that. So the logo features you know, the bust of St. John Henry Newman. 
And then, of course, we highlighted, you know, just in red, the Zucchetto, the top of the Cardinal's head. Cardinals wear red. Why? Red is a symbolism of the blood of the martyrs. And it's an indication that the Cardinal is prepared to be martyred if necessary for the faith. It's a pretty bold statement. And we're a bold organization. We've always, always been. We're not simply a, a think tank or, a, you know, we're, we're here to help Catholic educators move forward. But we're doing it with a very strong conviction and and with a, a very strong element of advocacy in our organization. And so the red just captures all of that. And then, and of course, the, you know, just the fidelity and all of that. And then across the top of the logo, we have a this red bar that runs across. And we consider that an integral part of the logo to indicate that we're concerned about Catholic education, the entire continuum of education from birth to death throughout the life of the person, and that our primary work is sort of setting that or, or calling people to that high high bar, that high standard of faithful Catholic education. And a lot of schools today don't, don't meet the standards that, that we promote, but they're not our standards. They're the church's standards. Right. And, and uh, you know, the reality is none of us ever reaches the standard that, you know, a perfect Christian ought to achieve, but we always ought to be reaching for that. And so that's very, that's key to who we are. And so just the whole thing together just really emphasizes what we're all about. And we had this great guy, Kevin, who came along and <laughs> helped us put together this rebranding. And we've just been so excited by it. <laughs> I, I like this. I like where this interview is going. <laughs> so Patrick, again, I think for the, I want to weave back into this conversation for everybody to understand the positivity of things you know today pick up the news and it just can i mean there's times that you don't even want to look at your phone and isn't that an interesting thing you don't want to look at your phone <laughs> to get your news but there's gotta there's so much positivity going on out there that people just don't see you know how do you buoy you know parents and tell them look there's great things going on we need you engaged with the cardinal newman society so that we can turn this thing around and make it exactly what you want it to be. And we're already seeing some good signs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think so much of our work is so hopeful and and it's a celebration of what's what's good out there. You know, most of Catholic education is still in danger. There's all these threats that are coming along. There's the religious liberty threats, there's the cultural threats, there's all of these things, but you know, the the faith is forged in fire, right? The the church gets stronger. The more that happens, and we're seeing that, especially in Catholic education, it's probably the the brightest spot in the church, in my view, is what's happening in Catholic education. We're seeing colleges across the country refocusing, and many of them are new colleges. Some of them are ones that maybe lost their way a little bit and, and have really found the, the glory of being good, strong, faithful institutions. And then in the K-12 realm, we're just seeing so much movement, and we're seeing bishops who are really embracing this and superintendents and and school leaders in the parochial schools. And then there are all these independent schools that are growing up celebrating this year, the 50th anniversary of the independent school movement, where you have these lay established schools that are fervently, faithfully Catholic in what they're doing. And they often do it at less cost and and in ways that, that the parents are excited about. And so all of this, are th these are things... And well, in the homeschool movement, obviously, is just yes. booming and just growing continually. And I think, given the ability today with the internet and everything else, that 
that that will continue to because it's it's an option in ways that it wasn't an option even 20 years ago. And so all of this is just so very, very exciting. And, and I think the Cardinal Newman Society uniquely, at least at this point, is, is championing this and celebrating it. And we want, we want to share this with the entire church. We want everybody to be celebrating this and excited about it because it really is a sign that even in these sometimes very dark times, the Holy Spirit is moving and powerfully just to see these you see these young people and the joy that they're living because they're not burdened by the by the horrible cultural influences they're not burdened by the sin and their eyes are open to truth and reality and they're they're loving all the the best things that we thought had been abandoned it's just very exciting so people should go to cardinal Newman's society.org CardinalNumanSociety.org. Yep. Now, when they go to CardinalNumanSociety.org, you have K through 12 and you have Newman Guide type stuff there. Mm-hmm. How do I navigate? Where do I go? Yeah. Well, so there's a lot of resources there for educators. You know, our, our, we've done a lot of work trying to provide information for educators in order to strengthen their institutions, particularly with standards and, and improving their policies in the institutions. And then, of course, our curriculum standards. So these are all very valuable for educators. For families, you know, especially the Newman Guide itself, where not only do we recommend institutions, but we talk about what makes Catholic education so important and what are the things you should be looking for when you look into Catholic education and you're trying to find an institution that will genuinely form, you know, your your son or daughter in the right way. And so there's, there's a lot of great information. And then, of course, news about what's happening in Catholic education. You know, we try to provide it all. And then commentary on, on the bad stuff. And, but, you know, again, we don't like to only curse the darkness. There's a lot of darkness to curse, I suppose. But it's always with an eye toward, all right, this is what could be done better. And these are the places that are doing it better. So you can be disappointed in one front, but also greatly encouraged by all of the good that's happening on the other side. Patrick Riley, thank you for your time today. That has been um, 30 years condensed into us. Two episodes is pretty powerful stuff. So thank you for doing that. God bless you and your work at the Cardinal Newman Society. And I I hope that people can understand that, that faithful Catholic education is really everyone's responsibility. It's not something you can unfortunately pass off to someone else to have them carry the load. That's exactly right. All right. God bless you. Thank you again. Okay. God bless you, Kevin. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more about how you can help promote and defend faithful Catholic education, go to cardinalnewmansociety.org. Also, if you're interested in promoting and defending faithful Catholic education wherever it is found, subscribe to the Cardinal Newman Society podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Mm -hmm.